Um, God has been taking us through a series titled, excuse me, Developing Godly Character. Developing Godly Character. Uh, we understand from the beginning that this godly character in question, we are simply talking about the divine nature. The Bible says that we might be partaker of the divine nature. Now, can somebody tell us what was the first character that we looked at? If you know it, just unmute your device and tell us what was the first character, godly character that we must develop and habit we must put on. Diligence. Diligence. Praise the Lord. Thank you. And what was the second one? Somebody asked. Uh, what was the second character that we must all put on? Virtues. Virtue. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Virtue. Yeah, we must all put on virtue. And we understand that uh, virtue yesterday we talked about it is a high moral standard. We look at it from two perspectives. High moral standard, and we also see virtue as the power of God. Uh, now, if you look at um, that book of Second uh, Peter chapter one, let's read. Somebody to read verse six for us. If you're there, verse six, and I want somebody to read uh, the book of da um, the book of Daniel chapter twelve, verse four. Daniel chapter twelve, verse four. Now, the Second Peter chapter one. I read verse six. Now it says, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness. So patience, I mean, knowledge is very key. It's one of the distinguishing uh, character that every believer must possess. Uh, who is in Daniel chapter 12, verse four? He said to me, Go ahead. Go ahead. I think I'm hearing two voices. Let the first person go ahead and read. Daniel chapter 2, verse 4. He said to me, And now, Daniel, close the book and put a seal on it until the end of the world. Meanwhile, many people waste their efforts trying to understand what is happening. Hmm. Okay. Hallelujah. Uh, well, okay, uh, that, I love that translation. Uh, King James also said, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be of the increase. Praise the Lord, and knowledge shall be of the increase. Now, Hosea chapter 4, just the chapter after Daniel. Uh, Hosea chapter 4 also gives us a, 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 a clearer picture. The Bible said in verse 6, it said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So the absence of knowledge can destroy a person. Yes, it can destroy a person. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no, thou shalt be no priest to me, since thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Praise the Lord. Now, so number three, character, divine nature, virtue, I mean, the nature that we must put on is knowledge. Um, the simple way to understand what is knowledge is this. Knowledge is the cure 
to ignorance. Or knowledge is simply saying the opposite of ignorance. So the simple way to understand knowledge is knowledge at any level. You see, the one, the man who knows has an edge. The one who doesn't know is in darkness, is in ignorance. Is ignorant at that time of what he or she is supposed to know. And you see, when you have knowledge, then you know you are no longer in darkness. You know what to do. Knowledge of your own self, your body, you know, knowledge of your marriage or your spouse, knowledge of your children, knowledge of your boss, knowledge of God, knowledge of your business, the skill. Oh, now you know how to do it. You know what to do. You know, that is knowledge. So knowledge can increase. And that's why the same Peter also talks about it in Second Peter 3 verse 18. He said that we should grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Second Peter 3 18. So now, so knowledge can increase. So knowledge simply talks about knowing. It is from the word knowing, knowledge. That means you know something. When you know something, it empowers you. It gives you information. It gives you direction. It helps you to, for instance, it, let's say somebody's trying to join uh, this morning prayer. And the person, you know, understand that is through Zoom. And the person doesn't know how to use Zoom. And the person just there fighting the computer. Uh, the, you know, uh, this, this computer, I can't join the prayer. What is going on? I don't know the devil that is all out again. They are out again. They are out again. Well, at that time, what the person needs is knowledge. You just need knowledge to know, okay, uh, open up Zoom on your uh, application, I mean, on your device, and then punching the ID and the password. And that's of that problem, right? That is That tells you how simple knowledge is and how effective it can be in our life. Now, interestingly, God, you know, Apostle Peter, when he was writing this episode, he says that one of the things we must add to our faith is knowledge. So we must people who are who of knowledge. Now, knowledge, when knowledge can also be acquired, you know, likened to acquiring a skill. Do you know you go to school to acquire knowledge? Knowledge of how to, you know, being a teacher, a doctor, uh, a lawyer, you know, and so on. You know, knowledge to be a computer scientist, knowledge to to be, uh, you know, to be, um, you know, an environmental scientist and so on. So we go to school to acquire knowledge. That is the essence of education. And that's why, see, when somebody goes to school, you are, you know, you possess some level of mastery in certain areas of your life, particularly in the in the field. And then you become employable. Somebody can then say, okay, I have a job. I have a vision to fulfill, and I understand that you've acquired this key, and then they invite you for interview. So you can, you see, and that's why each one of us, whether parents, whether children, we must be lover of knowledge. Anyone who does not love knowledge, they remain in darkness, and sometimes they can think people are the one doing them. Nobody's doing you. No. If you don't love knowledge, then what you are simply doing, you are writing a letter to ignorance. And anyone who dwells in ignorance is tantamount to also dwelling in darkness. Because what you know is what you know. And there are many things that you don't know. And the way to acquire is to learn it. It's just like computer now. If somebody says, well, no, it's just going to decide that he's not going to use computer. Uh, decide that, okay, he doesn't want to learn it. 
the person is going to remain in the dark. There are a lot of other opportunities that comes with using the computer like we are using now. So knowledge is powerful. But the question is this, what knowledge are we talking about? Hosea chapter four, verse six says, it says, it talks about, it says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's why it talks about ignorance. Now, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. I will also reject thee. If you see somebody who, who is knowledgeable and somebody who is not knowledgeable, what will you find out? The one that is, uh, that is not knowledgeable will think that the other one is proud. It could resort to envy. No. All you need to do is do, you know, go and acquire the same skill. And you also be at that same position. So there are simple things that will solve many people's problems. That has caused headache for them. It's just simple acquiring basic knowledge. How to do this, how to do that. Do you know, even in speaking and writing too, there are basic skills required. Now, but we are talking about the knowledge of God. So there are three, there are, there are three, basically there are three types of knowledge. There are, there are three types. Every other knowledge, they are all enshrined within this three. It's one, the knowledge of God, and which is our focus. There's the knowledge of God. Every one of us, as we grow in our walk with God, you must have knowledge of, you must know God. Again, remember, remove that L-E-D-G-E. -E. All you find is what? No. No. Knowledge. And if you put that uh, ledge, it's like giving you an edge, giving you, making you, you know, giving you a direction, giving you greater opportunity. God says to this fellow, I say, because they have rejected him, he will also reject their children. So not knowing God also is also tantamount to destruction. So you need to know God. And that's why Daniel 11, 32, they said, those that know their God, those that have knowledge of God, they shall do exploit. Can you see? What makes a professor a professor is the knowledge that he has, nothing more. It's not because he's white. It's not because he's black. It's not because he has two heads. What makes somebody a, a, you know, a professor is the knowledge that he or she has. And so each one of us, but there is the knowledge of God. If you know your God, you will do exploit in life. So as you go, as you go on today, how do you know God? You know God by his word. How do you know God? You know God by seeking his face. The Bible, the Bible is the voice of God. How do you grow in knowing God? The more of God you know, the more you enjoy your life. The more of God you know, the more, the more successful you become in life. The more of God you know, the more peaceful you become in life. I'm telling you from experience. The more of God you know, the more prosperous you become in your life. So if you know God, the more of him that you know, I tell you, the more you enjoy this, this world, living in this for the time that he has, he has created you to, to be here. Life is wonderful, but if you know God. So 
There is also the knowledge of good and evil. Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. Genesis 2, 17 says, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So there's a knowledge of good and evil. That means you know what is good and what is, what is not good. For instance, it is good to wake up and pray. It is bad to watch pornography. Can you see that? It is good to pay your tithes. It is good to come to church. Knowledge of good. It is not good to drink alcohol. It is not good to be running after a woman that is not your wife. It sounds simple, but that is what is destroying many people. Knowledge of good and evil. And then lastly, is the knowledge or what we call like uh, human knowledge, which is science, technology, what we learn in school. So what is the first knowledge? Knowledge of God. What is the second knowledge? Knowledge of good and evil. And the third one is the knowledge or human knowledge, scientific knowledge. You go to school. Parents encourage your children to love books. You as parents will be a lover of knowledge. For people that have knowledge, they are the ones that rule. In that your career, look for better ways to improve things. Don't just, don't just go for excellence. People of excellence, if you give somebody, anyone who is excellent, you give them a task to do, they do it and they go beyond what you expect. But the ones who is average, who's just settled for anything, well, you ask me to sweep. I say, you want me to sweep? I will sweep. And that is all. But the one who, who, who is excellent, who is knowledgeable, will do what we sweep and also mop and clean the dust. That is the kind of lifestyle we must have. Take the same lifestyle to your place of work. Find out how can you add value. Go and seek for knowledge and the Lord will prosper you. Bow down your head, wherever you may be. And I want you to pray this morning. You've heard the, the word of God. Even though there was no way within the short time we have to talk about knowledge, and, you know, as, as much as say, you know, we would love to. But I wanted to pray this morning. We talked about three kinds of knowledge. Knowledge of God, which is the, the most important. Knowledge of good and evil. And knowledge, human knowledge, or scientific knowledge, academic knowledge. Now, in what area of your life are you deficient? Particularly in the knowledge of God. He said, because you are forsaking God. He said, I will forsake your children. So when you know God, you do exploit. I wanted to pray and say, Father. Thank you for sending your word on to me this morning. Go ahead and I appreciate him. Now, if you are here this morning, you are not born again. You have not invited Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Jesus loves you. He cares for you. He died for your sin and is coming back again. If you want to accept or you want to rededicate your life, just raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I know you love me. Thank you for dying for me. 
Today, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, help me to walk before you in a pure heart. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, I thank you for your word that you have sent unto us again this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to unmute your device as you pray this prayer, even while you get ready to go to, you know, to, to, to leave for Lord's day. You are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, Father increase my knowledge of you. Help me to know you more. Make known your ways unto me in the name of Jesus. Make me a lover of your word. Brethren, unmute your devices. Make sure you are not sleeping as a father. In the name of Jesus, I want to know you more. Knowing good and evil. The Bible tells us that it says that it says this book of the Lord shall not be found out of the man. How do you know it is good and evil? Father, help me to know you. Help my children to know you. We are praying. Your next prayer, you are going to pray and say, Father. Father. Say, Father. Father. Help me to know what is good. And help me to do only what is good. Deliver me from whatever may be evil. Go ahead and pray. In the name of Jesus. For instance, if you are drunk and you are using the time that you are supposed to be walking, using it to do this politics, then you know that you need to be in prayer and say, Father, help me to increase in the knowledge of what is good. In the name of Jesus, help me to increase in the knowledge of what is good. In, in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. And finally, you are going to pray. Maybe there's, a maybe, there's a maybe there's a skill you need to acquire this morning, or that, that that will help you to grow. You are going to pray and say, Father, open my eyes that I may see the areas of my life where I need to grow in knowledge. Open your mind this morning and pray, brethren. In the name of Jesus, open my eyes that I may see, Lord. Open my eyes that I may see. In the name of Jesus, knowledge of how to parent your children, knowledge, knowledge, knowledge in your career, knowledge in your research. Father, open my eyes. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Father, I thank you for this morning. I give you glory. I give you honor. Thank you for your word that you have brought unto us this morning. Lord, I pray it teaches us in the knowledge of who you are. Reveal yourself to us. We want to know you. We want to hear you. We want to walk before you on the path. Lord, help us to know you more. Lord, and I know in knowing you, there we find our good success. There we do exploit. I pray this morning, reveal yourself to all your children. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, let there be increase of the knowledge of what is good in the lives of all your children in the name of Jesus. And anyone that may be increasing the knowledge of what is not good this morning, Father, deliver them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray this morning, anyone, all the students here, you will excel above all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That are working in your profession, in your offices, you will excel in the name of Jesus. You will excel above all in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you are today, the Lord will favor you. 
Those of you that are trusting God for healing, for job, for whatever miracle, they are granted unto you in the name of Jesus. Sound health your portion, and you will come back today with testimony. In Jesus' name, we have.